Welcome to our first episode of Flock Talk, the ultimate jam band community podcast where the grooves are endless and the vibes are infectious. Join us, your hosts. I'm Nikki. Kara. Jess. As we dive deep into the colorful world of jam band lifestyle, culture, and community that make this genre a truly unique. In each episode, the Femme Flock, that's us. us, are bringing you insightful discussions about current trends, travel, fashion, arts, events, community interviews, and the social side of the scene. This month on the pod, we're taking a little time to introduce us, give you a little background on who we are and what we're going to be doing in the coming episodes. Grab your bubble guns, glitter, and best show fit, and join us here on Flock Talk, where the people make the scenes sparkle. Hi everyone, I am Nikki. I just wanted to take a second to tell you a little bit about me and my background. I am just turned 50 years old this summer. I know, happens to the best of us. And I am from the uh, Metro Detroit area, but I now live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, I have a 21-year-old daughter who's a little hippie chick. She comes to shows pretty often with me, so keep an eye out for her. I work at a very large telecommunications company for over 26 years now, and I will be retiring in four and three quarter years, at which time I'll sell my home and go on tour. That's the plan. Um, I love to sew and do crafts and garden and yoga, and that's usually where you find me if I'm not at a show. Um, found the dead in 91 in college. Um, um, one of my friends was a huge deadhead, and that's all he would listen to. And we were way into like Beatles and Zeppelin and such, and um, listened to the dead the first time and just friggin' loved it, loved everything about it. Went to my first show the following summer. That was the year somebody gave me a Fish 72191 show, Arrowhead, and I fell in love, loved, loved everything about it. Still hear the giant country horns. Every time I hear a song, can't get rid of that sound. It's just what I first listened to. I saw my first show in 94 for Fish, and I saw many shows with Jerry, um, probably around 2025 20, in there. Saw about 47 Fish shows now, not that I'm given stats because those aren't really good ones to give out, but my favorite show of all time was Big Cypress, and that's for obvious reasons. <laughs> that was amazing. I still remember that to this day. The Sun Rising, Velvet Sea, Sea of Bodies <laughs> it was fantastic. Um I was introduced to Goose in fall of 19, and I watched some live streams, listened to the studio albums, got my hands on as many shows as I could through Relisten because there wasn't much out there. Um, then in March of 20, I saw them at the intersection and I was hooked. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see another show until the um, following summer for Westville, and it was a, a, a relief unlike anything else, to know that they were still just as good as I remember them opening for pigeons. Um, I've been to hundreds of host shows, though. I've seen Mule, Dave, um, Green Sky, Billy, um, Michael Franny, Spearhead, Spafford, uh, you name it. Lots of festivals. First Lollapalooza's, the first Bonnaroo's, uh, Wakarusa. I went to a bunch of really good festivals. So I am well immersed in the jam scene. Um, and I, I really count my blessings with the jam scene because it did lead me to my current partner and love of my life. And I would never change it for anything. It was goose. It was all goose. We watched our first live stream together from T's house. 
um, March 21st, maybe. Don't quote me on that. Um, I love going to see any live music in any form at all. I go to Bells a lot. We have a lot of really good venues in time, town, the um, State Theater. Um, I do have proximity to Chicago and Detroit and Grand Rapids, so I'm very lucky that way too. Um, I do totally believe that I am the person today because of the jam band scene and the friends that I made and the connections that I made and sharing the joy of this with everybody. Um, and I want to share it with the world. I think that it is a beautiful, diverse culture, um, full of kindness and open-mindedness and love and diversity, as I just said. Um, but I find it to be one of the most pleasing places to be and you know the difference between when you go to that or go to a concert or a bar that's not a jam scene one um it's something we need to share and it's more than just the shows now we can talk about the shows all day long but many of us don't have the background to kind of talk about that and it's okay because it's still part of what we're talking about but we're also covering a lot of other extremely beautiful aspects of our our culture so now that you've learned about me i'm going to introduce you to my friend jess Hey everyone, I'm Jess. I'm 27. I live in Brooklyn, but I'm originally from Connecticut. I just started grad school here in the city this fall. I like to say that my brand is tastefully chaotic. My motto in life is try anything twice. I love adventures, new experiences, people, traveling, and just living. I'm fairly new to the jam scene, um, but my love of music comes from the fact that I've been a dancer my whole life. I started doing ballet at age two or three, and then went to a performing arts high school where I specialize in modern dance and choreography. Basically, my music taste is anything that I can dance to. Um, I guess that brings me to how I met, uh, how I came here. Um, Goose was my introduction to the scene. To be quite honest, I had no idea what the fuck a jam band was. Massive thank you to whoever posted the So Ready music video in the Listen to This subreddit, uh, Spring 2021. It totally changed my life forever. I was immediately attracted to the colors and the animation and the funk in the music video. And honestly, I kind of thought the dudes were hot. <laughs> um, so once I heard the song, I did not stop listening. I became kind of obsessive. Um, and then when I was sick of So Ready, I finally started listening to everything else they had, uh, but only on Spotify, because I was a newbie and didn't know. Um, but I still didn't know what a jam band was, although like I did see that they had some pretty long songs but since I didn't know what a jam band was, I really didn't put two and two together. Um, anyway, I did some Googling and realized they were playing a show about 10 minutes from my parents' house um, in a, a few weeks from then. I ended up being Westville. Um, so I ended up going to night two of the run. Didn't know you were supposed to go to both, but we learned. Um, and I just happened to run into one of my best friends from college at the show. She's hard to miss. Tall, bleach blonde girl. Um, spotted her right in front of me and she we started chatting and she had told me it was like her seventh or eighth show at that point she had a whole crew she would go with you know the drill um and I had so much fun at the show I ended up just joining her crew and she was really the beginning of my jam education one of the best parts about New York City is the access to all the great music that comes through. So I've been very lucky the last couple of years since I discovered the music and the scene, um, just to have seen so many people and bands since I've been here. Um, Y'all are gonna have to bear with me though, cause I'm still a newbie. Um, I definitely have some hot takes. 
Um, but yeah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll get into how we all met later, but long story short, the last part of my journey here is, um, during the March cap run, uh, back in March of this year, um, I met my boyfriend waiting outside of the theater, um, looking for tickets to go in, and we ended up chatting, and he ended up introducing me to my lovely co-hosts. Um, okay, I think that's enough for now. All right, Kara, you're up. Hi, I'm Kara, and I'm a mid-30s dog mom to Brooklyn the Corgi and a lifelong music fan. I currently reside in New York City, but I have roots in Florida and Colorado. Um, I moved to New York City about eight years ago from Florida. I've been involved in some sort of music scene for as long as I can remember, but really started getting into festivals and specific scenes as I got older. Um, because, you know, I can afford it now. It's not a cheap hobby to have, and I was pretty poor growing up. But when I was younger, I would save up a lot of money uh, once I got a job in high school to go see concerts. Um, I think the one that sticks out to me was buying tool concert tickets when I was, I had just turned 18, I think. Um, and, you know, seeing tool for the first time live in a big stadium was incredible, of course. Um, and I had saved up a lot of money to do that. You know, throughout my 20s, I started getting jobs that paid better. Um, so as I got a little bit older, I was able to start going to bigger festivals. Um, I, you know, started going to Bonnaroo. Um, I've been to Firefly. And part of the experience there for me that was so special was always the community. Um, the music scene to me is more than just the music. Of course, that is a huge part of it. Um, but the scene and the people and, you know, seeing people be their, their true selves. Not everybody gets it, you know, and I think that's that's something really special. And I consider myself a little bit of a late bloomer to the jam scene because when I was younger, I would get kind of bored with the jams or I didn't really like fully understand it. Um, I was exposed to the dead as a kid. My mom was a hippie, I would say. Um, obviously, when I was older, she wasn't so hippie-like, but when she was younger, she would Woodstock. She hung out with the Grateful Dead at some times, and she um, even... My mom's friends with Santana. She ran away from home to go to Woodstock. You know, she exposed me to some of that lifestyle as I got older. So my exposure to the jam scene didn't really happen until 2021. When I started discovering the Bonnaroo lineup that year, I knew a lot of the bands, but I'm always one of those people that'll dig into bands that I had never heard of or maybe somebody recommended to me. And Goose happened to be that band for 2021. Um, a good friend of mine now who told me that I should listen to Goose, he's very much into jam. And I was like, oh, never. I will never listen to jam music. It's kind of annoying. I can't stand it. Um, but he sent me some songs anyway. And of course, I put them on. And one of those songs was so ready. And I was like, okay, this is a bop. This is incredible. Um, and so I decided to give them a little bit of a deeper dive. When... Bonnaroo canceled that year I ended up buying tickets at Terminal 5 night 2 um, because I, I had been really wanting to see Goose play so I went to the concert and just had my mind totally blown um, that was the night of the special third set I had no idea what was happening the entire time I was just kind of like so enmeshed in it I didn't even hear them say this third set and then at set break everybody was like it's a third set it's so great it's awesome and they totally blew it out of the water just it was just amazing I left and just shocked about what I had just experienced um so fast forward you know I have been to 
Goosebiths will be my 32nd, 32nd, 33rd shows. This has opened up the doors for me to go see more jam music. Um, I did my first Fish shows over the summer at MSG. I did four nights. And that's where I created my very viral bad takes set list is what I call them, um, where I basically go into a show blind and create a set list while the show is going. Um, and I make up all the song names because I don't know them. Um, I still don't know fish. So you'll be seeing these again at fish new years and any other jam shows I go to, um, that I feel inspired to do this with. It's, you know, I won't do it for all shows, but I do have a lot of fun doing it. So they will continue. And now back to Nikki to get us started in the conversation about how we met and why we're starting this podcast. Okay, so let's start with how we met. Yeah, wow. Um, So we can thank the internet for our introduction the three of us we met because of twitter goose announced their asbury park shows um probably last february i feel like february 2023 ish or so uh we started talking about like i think i made a tweet basically saying hey asbury park is hella expensive y'all let's uh who wants to get a airbnb um and Nikki, as her wonderful self, uh, jumped on it and was like, well, I'm already talking to people and looking into places. Let's uh, let's get this started. So fast forward a few months uh, in April, we uh, I went to the Salt, Salt Shed shows in Chicago, and that's where Nikki and I met in person for the first time. And we hung out um, for- Which was birthday. your birthday, by the way. It was my birthday. <laughs> It was my birthday goose and it was the worst day ever, but still made it great because of goose. (laughs) (laughs) Goose always finds a way. Goose. Oh, everything works out with goose, right? Everything works out with goose. Um, Yeah. So we ended up meeting in April, um, kind of honed in a lot on a lot of the plans at that point. Um, And slowly and surely we had more people join us in the big goose Twitter house. And that's how we met Jess. Yeah, I just showed up as a plus one. (laughs) (laughs) We had to prod that boy to tell us who the plus plus one was, though. He was he wasn't giving it up right away. And I had to prod him for who you all were. (laughs) I I put in some faith. He was like, we're staying with a bunch of Internet strangers. Um, (laughs) We're just going. And I was like, great. What do we know about them? And he was like, I don't know any of their first names. I only know their Twitter (laughs) handles. It's going to be fine. And we showed up and it was more than fine. It was awesome. Absolutely. We got along instantly. That's what was the good thing about that whole house exposure was, is that we all just immediately got along so well. It was good vibes, that whole house. Um, Definitely changed a lot in our goose story here. Absolutely. And that's how we ended up where we are. Because how many times have we ran into each other at other shows now? Well, we plan it now. (laughs) We were at Fish. Yep. We were at fish. Um, we're all at fish. We were all at fish, but um, Spack. Spack. Uh, Jess and I have been to what Disco Biscuits. We've been to Daniel, Daniel Donato, Andy Frasco. Oh yeah, we do shows. Yeah, that's that's the benefit of us being in the same city, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> I miss you, Nikki. Super, <laughs> so super, super jelly. <laughs> then we have a couple shows coming up. We're obviously all doing Goosemas together. Um, and Fish New Year's. Yes. Whoop, whoop. And Nikki, are you coming in for the Arabolo shows in February? I am not, unfortunately. Sad. I know I'm not rich and I can't use all my time in the first three months of the year, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. spread that out. I gotta spread it out. They'll be streamed though. So you can join us. Yeah, I'll be there in spirit and, and I'll be watching you guys from my couch. Yeah, I love it. Look out for glitter. Yes, we'll have glitter everywhere. <laughs> it, it will be bubble everywhere. guns. I want to see the bubble guns. Don't let me I down. I need to get one. That's next on my list. I need a bubble gun. We'll get there. That is another segment for another time. <laughs> Best bubble guns you can get. Bubble guns are part of me. I have opinions. She, get, she gave me one for my birthday at the salt shed. Yeah. And now I always have a bubble gun because of me. <laughs> That's how I spotted Nikki at fish uh, over the summer. She was below me. I saw some bubbles coming up. I'm going to look down. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was you. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I knew it. I love them. Bubbles. They're the best. They do so much good stuff. I mean, let alone being pretty to look at. They and they're not kind of a, like some other no. things that people have can be kind of annoying. This one's hard. Yeah. I get many people who stop me and say, oh my God, thank you for the bubbles. Thank you. Thank you. And many that are just looking at me funny, especially the dudes in front of me. It's usually an old guy getting popped in the head with bubbles all night. And I don't say anything. I'm like, you just, you're at a show, man. It's part of the whole experience. <laughs> so I'm just going to call out how cool it is that we're probably the only podcast on the internet that has a whole segment dedicated to bubble guns. <laughs> it's not just bubble guns. It's all flock fashion. I'm so intrigued by so many of these things. There was just a moment last summer where everyone was growing sprouts. And like all those little sprout sprout clips. I want to find out where those came from and how they became a popular fashion icon thing because I am curious. Where did they come from? I need to know. If you Um, made the sprouts, contact us. Let us know. We need to know know where they came from and where they originated from. Because I've seen so many people with the sprouts since. And there's so many fun things though. We we have a whole segment planned about this, but um, I went to Peach Fest over the summer and I bought fuzzy ears fuzzy glitter ears from some woman I will dig up when we talk about this segment who she was I have her business card um and they're so fun yeah, I get her some business oh yeah um they were so fun I it took me an hour to figure out which ones I wanted to buy because she had so many options but um uh, and then I bought two because it's never enough <laughs> Why but not? I love them and there's just so many fun things for shows to make it interesting um when you see all the the old men, no offense, old men, we love you, but you're all kind of boring. <laughs> Wearing your your sandals, or your hiking boots, your cargo shorts, your band t-shirt. <laughs> I want something interesting to look at. <laughs> so maybe maybe our talk podcast about will, maybe our podcast will convince them to wear glitter. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it doesn't even have to be glitter, but I would like that personally. <laughs> I would too. I think that would be awesome if we got more people to wear glitter and bring bubble guns to shows, then we have done our job. We've done our job. We're doing the Lord's work here. It's the only reason we made a podcast. (laughs) Spread the good word of bubbles and glitter. (laughs) And there's easy ways to do glitter without getting it everywhere. Is there? Well, I don't do full on glitter. I do the face jewels because those don't get everywhere. But what's the fun of putting glitter on if you don't get it everywhere? <laughs> I want somebody to walk past me and be like, where'd that come from? My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part awesome. is when like you hug someone and then you don't like 
you both don't realize how much glitter is on your body and then you separate and then you just see them like covered in your glitter and you're just like sorry not sorry and you just walk away I love that (laughs) I have a fun story about glitter I went to see fish at um Alpine Valley uh in 19 August the year they did like super long um ruby waves and I was going we went as a as a big group and then we took a car from the hotel to the show because Alpine Valley is in the middle of freaking cow pastures and cornfields, literally. And we were opening up the back of this, these people's Jeep that I just met. They were friends of friends and I'd never met them before. And they had this really nice Jeep Grand Cherokee. And I had a bag of glitter that I was like putting on people when I put a little lotion on them, I put glitter on them. And I picked up the bag of glitter in the back and it spilled everywhere in their black jeep and the whole back of their jeep carpeting everything just had this really fine powder glitter in it they, they I'm still like, oh have my gosh i'm sorry you're gonna be seeing that for a long time i i'm willing to to bet that there is still glitter and probably still have it on there but their dogs go roll around in the car and come back in the house and have glitter on them so i <laughs> it's how i left my mark i love it <laughs> Um, I feel like we should now take this time. We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but to talk about why we made this podcast, what our goal is here, some of the things we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I, we feel like I agree. there's been a lot of podcasts about jam bands, most of which touch heavily on the music. We think that's fairly well covered already, um, but we really were looking for a space to talk about this community, like how we met, all the things <laughs> communities brought to us. Community is very vibrant. All of you are different and interesting and amazing people doing really cool things in your own fields, not just at work, but charities, involvements that you all have. Just some some really cool people that we keep meeting at shows and Twitter's done a little bit of bringing us together, but we wanted to do some more. Um, that community's kind of started to, to fall off a bit um, with the changes in Twitter and we just feel a bit fragmented and we wanted to find like a nice fun space to highlight some of these cool people and things that are happening amongst us. Plus a woman's perspective. Um, there's a lot of male voices in the jam scene. And um, especially like me being a little girl, I go to these shows <laughs> and I look around and I feel like I'm alone sometimes. And so it's been really awesome to meet Nikki, Kara, and have like female friends to go hang out with and enjoy the shows with and wear cool outfits and dress up in glitter. And it's like Halloween every week when we go to shows <laughs> in like the best way. Um, but really it's just like a lifestyle um and access to things that we love like our community here it's it's the goal is highlighting you all and so just some of the things we're, we're planning on talking about while while we have this podcast and this this voice platform to to use it's just like show insights rumors upcoming events maybe some hot tea in the community um as we've touched on before uh fashion flock fashion social trends just things we're seeing But additionally, we want to hear new perspectives from the community. We don't always get to have a voice. We want to hear from people who who don't feel like their voice is always heard and people who have something to say that doesn't usually get to get their voice out there. Additionally, we're going to be talking about some travel and safety tips, frugal flocking, uh, how to get to a show and save some money because there's a lot of shows out there and it's hard to dedicate your entire paycheck to goose or fish or outfits. Or all of it. Cheap. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. um, and, and it will not involve only fans we promise <laughs> for now for now it, it might involve a podcast though 
<laughs> it gets me there. Did I miss anything? Is that's I feel like that's why we're here though. Is really bringing the community together, creating some more positivity in the space, bringing some voices that that haven't been heard, maybe are marginalized, maybe are just uh, minorities in the scene, um, and giving giving way to some fun. And don't forget about our generational span that we have here. Um, I've I've been around since the early '90s, seeing the dead and fish and everybody else in between. Um, old head here, we got the medium head up there, and we got the baby <laughs> head down there. And it, it's just it's a wonderful perspective. We're not just zoning in on just the 20 year olds or just the 30 year olds. We've got a got a broad span to cover all opinions and outlooks and perspectives. So I think that's a fair way to look at our lifestyle and our scene uh, different from what most people have been doing. Mm -hmm. Diversity. Absolutely. The more diverse, the more intersectional, the better. We want to hear from you. Pod is made by women for everyone. We wouldn't be here without you, and we want to hear from you all. Please go to our website, Guest Fill In Forum, DM us on Twitter or Instagram, and let us know what you're up to. We are planning segments to cover it all. Are you starting a new fashion line, volunteering with the community, or was there something in the jam scene that changed your life? Come tell us about it. We wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't ask you to follow us everywhere and rate us on your favorite podcast app. And if you're curious about what we look like, check out our socials. Thanks for listening and supporting us. We will be back in January to recap the December she nanigans. See y'all at Goosemiths and Fish New Year's. Bye now. Bye.